these are all foreign gods. Because when Jesus comes into your life, he doesn't want you to welcome him into your life. He wants you to come into his life. It's so important that every person understands this. So what I'm telling you today is that your hearts are getting prepared for this. When I tell people, you know, stay away from social media or stay away from anything that's robbing your time with God, it's for your own good. You must understand this. It's for your own good. And in the process, it's not going to be easy. But it's worth it. You begin to see all the things that you have found comfort in. You know what I see from today? Every week I encourage people, um, you can probably faith in Christ and his word. Yeah, that's good. Today I'm going to give you a mystery about how Jesus comes alive in you. you know, so, so many people don't understand this. And I'm going to explain to you the doorway for the Holy Spirit to work in your life. So, so why I said um, to keep away from social media and to keep away from all the busyness of the world that's inside of your heart because very easily um, these things um, can turn into habits. You know, habits, this is w what I'm sensing, that w we, we have adapted um, all these lifestyles and the habits of the flesh. So when you begin to, when you begin to see, when you begin to see when there's habits have moved away from your life, you'll begin to see of how much you need to trust the Lord Jesus Christ in your life. You know what shocks me is that we're not, we're not, we're not at a school here where I have to tell you to keep away from things. But this is the school of the spirit. It is. It is really a school of the spirit. And for us today... I really believe what's, what's blocking us from having a true intimacy with the Holy Spirit is our time. We all agree, yeah? If there's something that I ask every believer today, I believe most of the people will say that I don't give enough time for God. Right? So this is an open conversation for every person here. I'm in a fellowship with you today. But I fellowship with you out of experience. Nothing from the word of God I'm going to preach to you without myself experiencing it. Where God became true to me. Where he revealed himself to me. So put it this way. That God, God is most interested in, in our time, right? So when we don't give him time, there is something else that's dominating our time or dictating our time, right? Most of it comes from social media. Most of it comes from the internet. Most of it, some people play games. 
Some people just waste time for the sake of wasting time. I really believe that we haven't learned the treasure of his presence here. The Bible says that in his presence is the fullness of joy, meaning that it's the greatest place to be. It's actually the greatest place that someone can enter. And in the beginning, I saw so much of the flesh inside of me where I spent time in his presence and I was seeing everything being unturned inside of me. And when I felt that, you know, things were becoming uncomfortable in me, there was always a hold. There was always a hold where I went back to my old lifestyle where wasting my time or just staying away from those sensitive things that were rising inside of me. There were many things that were appearing in my heart. But I learned one, I learned one treasure that allowed his voice to be loud every day. If there is something that every believer is looking for, it's to hear from God. Right? It's to be taught by the Holy Spirit. There is nothing that drives me to be in his presence, not only to rest, not only to have peace, but to hear from God. That's intimacy with God. If there is something that sh drives me every day to pray in the spirit, to fast, to meditate, it's for me to be a pure vessel for God in my heart. It's for me to love truth in my heart. But most of all, it's to fellowship with God where I'm daily overflowing in his presence. When I understood that, when I understood that scripture about that my sheep, they hear my voice and they follow me, I understood why so many Christians are lost because they don't hear his voice. And I really believe when God begins to discipline or when God begins to work in your heart, so many people stay away from that presence because things of the past are being exposed or things in the past are rising again or the enemy is working in areas where you just don't want to go back to those emotions and feelings of that trauma. And I really believe so many people, they leave their presence when these things take place. Discouragement enters, lies take place, that God's not able to work or to, to heal or to restore. <clears throat> so when I learned, when I learned this treasure um, to be in the presence of God, um, there's no emotional feeling. In the beginning, there were so many things that were getting exposed in my heart. There were so many things that the Holy Spirit was bringing up to the surface. And, and it wasn't comfortable. But I understood that that was what was blocking God from revealing himself in the way that he wanted to reveal himself to me. The fear, the insecurity, the doubt, the confusion. There were so many things that was blocking me from witnessing to God's uh, perfect love. 
So when I came into God's presence, <clears throat> I can't tell you, like, the encounters I was having. You know why? Because I wasn't after God to use me. God to share my heart today. Because, you know, for someone to be used by God, you know, it doesn't mean that his heart's been worked on. I can do things out of, you know, out of a lack inside of my heart where I'm trying to receive praises from man or praises from the people. I can do things out of my heart to fulfill a void in my heart where it feels like I'm doing something for God. So not everything is out of faith to God. It can be out of the flesh. I can give out of the poor because I feel like I'm not doing enough for God. And, and this goes for everything. People come to me and they say, you know, I want to serve and, and, and I want to do things for God. But most of it is out of like a lack that they're not doing enough or they're not resting enough. Or they think that if I do these things, then this situation and problem will go away from me. So I understood very quickly that when the Holy Spirit was working in this place for me, the most important thing is that I was fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit. And it's different. It's deeper than the word. He speaks to your own heart regarding your own circumstance, regarding your own situation. When you read the Bible, you see everyone's experience with their God. But when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you have the experience with your God. It's different. He wants to write your own book. He doesn't want to write your book through me. He wants to write your own book. And there is no one greater than who can write your book but the Holy Spirit. If there's anything you can get from this message is that I should prompt you to do what God's asking you to do because one person decided to do the same. I take my journey very serious. It's the living God I'm serving, Jesus Christ. And believe me, in the beginning, there's going to be so much emotion, so much feelings. One day you're going to be on the mountaintop. One day you're going to be in the valley. Believe me, if you're not established in the Holy Spirit, you'll be daily tossed back and forth in your journey. And then you're going to begin to say, you know, I don't feel God. or I don't feel like he's working. And most of it's feeling and an emotion and the flesh. So when I understood that no emotion and flesh is in truth, it allowed me to be consistent. It allowed me to be obedient to prayer. If there is one thing, if there is one thing that I can chase after, it's the secret place with the Lord. In this place, I heard all the warnings from my heart. In this place, I heard all the adjustments that need to take place in my heart. In this place, I heard the love that I needed to rest in God. So in the beginning, if there's anything that you need to get right, it's the secret place with the Lord. And when you begin to understand how deep the secret place of the Lord is, 
you understand the blessings that come from that place. So the Holy Spirit spoke to me yesterday. I'd like to share it with you. There are going to be people. The Holy Spirit spoke to me. That there are going to be people that are going to come against me. Not with gossip. Not with gossip. The Holy Spirit said they're going to come trying to change the teachings. They're not going to come with gossip. They're not going to come with slander. They're not going to come to attack. They're going to come with different teaching. And it's interesting because what I've been seeing in my dreams, I'll tell you how I operate. I operate like this place in God. And so many people will oppose this teaching. You know why? Because the flesh doesn't want to die. Because there's still something inside of them that's living for this world. The Bible tells you that when you receive the grace of God, don't use it so you can indulge in the flesh. Use it so you can be free in the Lord. And believe me, I'll tell you this now, we are far from this place. Why the Holy Spirit stopped me from the seven principles of teachings, he stopped me at the third level, is because we are still in this area. You know, I used to look at the scriptures when they sell, sell your belongings and sell your property and give it to the poor. And great are you in the kingdom of God. You know, in the beginning of my journey, I couldn't accept this because the world had a hold over me. There was still something in this world that was attached to me. There was still a love for this world or a love for the money that was still present in my life. But now I can accept this. You see, when you spend time with God, what, what you think in the natural you can't do, in the spiritual he makes you mature to understand that not to hold on to anything, but to hold on to Jesus Christ. You get no reward from all the things that you earn in this world, especially and if you die with them. The greatest reward is that you give it back to God. And that begins with your own spirit to begin with. That begins with your time. You know, I'm against people who want to give so much to God and they haven't even given their whole heart to him your, or your time. They haven't offered their bodies as living sacrifices to God. This is the most important thing. No gifting matters to God, but the secret things of your heart and your character. I've always, um, I've always asked myself, how can people entertain evil about someone? Or how can they gossip? Or how can they slander? Or how can they hurt their brother or sister? I've never understood how, how a person can actually do this. So when I've seen the majority of the body, um, you know, entertain these things in secret or think about people like in this way, whether a believer or not a believer, I started to see where the Holy Spirit's most interested with. It's your heart. Believe me, Jesus is most interested with your heart, the secret place. I'm going to read you some scriptures. It will change the way you look at things between you and your God. I spoke to someone two days ago, and they said to me, we need to bring the, 
book of Acts back into place and we need to operate in the signs and wonders and we need to go out and preach the gospel. And for believers today, they've missed the mark. They've missed the mark. This will take place, but God is after something greater. Do you know that? You know Jesus is after something greater? Let me read you scripture. And you look so differently in how you work with the Holy Spirit after today. Let's go to the book of Ecclesiastes. You know, I've been preaching about that vanity, that iniquity is vanity, <clears throat> and that vanity is chaos. But this is something deeper. We go to the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 12, verse 9 to 14. <coughs> okay, let's read it. And it says, and moreover, because the preacher was wise, he still taught the people knowledge. Yes, he pondered and sought out and set in order many proverbs. The preacher sought out to find acceptable words and was written, was upright. Word of truth. The words of the wise are like goads, and the words of scholars are like well-driven nails given by one shepherd. Now listen to this here. Look what he says here. And the words of scholars are like well-driven nails. You know what this means? It means that a scholar that is from God, he's established so much truth inside of you where the vessel is held so firmly by God. Are we understanding? That a person that is sent from God, he's established you so much in truth. That's a man that's sent from God. Anyone else is a false prophet. If a person that is sent from God doesn't establish your heart in truth, then he's not sent from God. Because Jesus, he demands truth in the innermost being. He never works on the outside without first making inside clean. So let me keep going. I don't want to go too forward. And further, my son, be admonished by these. Of making many books, there is no end. And much study is wearisome to the flesh. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is man's all. Now look at this last statement. This is where I'm establishing the teaching. For God will bring every work into judgment, every secret. Every secret thing, whether good or evil. Now, now think about this. Every secret of your heart, God is going to bring it to judgment when you see him. Whether good or evil. 
the Holy Spirit is most interested in the secrets of your heart. I can I can come here today, and I can put a I can put a uh, I can put a different face on that I'm a mighty man of God, and that I'm walking in His truth. I'm doing all the things for God, but God knows what's inside my heart. What Jesus is interested most is the secret place of your heart. Do you know that? You know every person here listening. You know the Holy Spirit's most interested in the secret place of your heart. Nothing else but this place. Just think about this. He knows everything that's inside your heart, whether it's jealousy, whether it's pride, whether it's envy, whether it's bitterness, whether it's lust, whether it's ang- ang- anger, hatred. Brokenness, confusion, he knows every single thing that's in your heart. And, and this is so important to understand. Not many people get to see that. People are not aware of the things that are still dwelling inside their heart. And I'll explain why. I will explain why. So look what Jesus is most interested with. For God will bring every work into judgment, including every secret thing, whether good or evil. The secrets of your heart is where the Holy Spirit wants to work. Okay. So, today's message is preaching about the secret place. How God loves to be worshipped in the secret place. You're going to learn why. You're going to learn what takes place in the secret place. I really believe why so many people are spiritually blinded from seeing the iniquity of their hearts that leads to transgression and that sin takes place from that place, is because they haven't learned the secret place of the Lord. I can't tell you what was revealed in my heart when I learned the secret place of God. In the psalmist, he said, Lord, you search my heart, and you see any offensive way in it, and lead me into the place of everlasting. Who searches your heart? Holy Spirit searches your heart. You don't know what's inside. But when you engage into that secret place, he lets you see. And when a river takes place, when a river takes place, imagine, you know, you have a dried up river today and you have water that's stored up in areas. It begins to turn into algae and it begins to stink. You know, but the issue, the issue is not your river drying up. Your issue is that you're not going to the source to have a continuous flow. What happens when a river flows? Everything washes through. His presence starts to wash all the things of the flesh. You know how? He begins to reveal it to you. 
You know, Adam, when you look at the garden, when you heard God coming through, he said, I hid from you. And he said, who, taught, who said you were naked? You know, the presence of God does not let anything of the flesh hide. You begin to see everything that's inside your heart. You know, in the presence of God, I started to see roots and strongholds and things in areas of my life that I, that, that I was continuously fearing or given over to it or trust issues, but the Holy Spirit took me to the roots. You know why? Because I was sitting in his light. I was sitting in his face of his presence. Nothing was able to hide anymore. If there is something, if there is something that believers struggle the most, it's learning his presence. Some people look at prayer as to be boring. You know why? Because you haven't understood what the Holy Spirit wants to do in this place. You know, the Bible tells you to enter his courts with thanksgiving, his gates with praise. That's just the beginning of it. Until he begins to take place of the things in your heart. I really believe the greatest issue with believers today is that they're lacking the secret place with God. When I understood that the Holy Spirit's more interested in the secret place than what I do openly and how I represent God, I started to look at the deepest thing that God wants me to look at. Right? Everyone agree with that? If the Holy Spirit's most interested in the secret place with you and God and your heart, then I think it's the most important place to focus on. Okay. <clears throat> Let's have a look at the scriptures. Let's go to Matthew chapter 6. I'm going to read from Matthew chapter 6. Now, this is a dangerous scripture because you can do your charitable deeds or you can fast or you can pray to be known by people or to be seen by the people. You can do this out of a lack in your heart. You know, for example, you can fast and pray and do things to make everyone believe that you are a person that's sent from God, but really it's a lack in your heart. Does that make sense to everyone? Yes or no? So you can do things out of your heart to get blessings from people. Well, you're a mighty man of God. Well, look how much you gave for the Lord. All these types of things, um, it belongs to the flesh, unfortunately. I, I've shared so many experiences of what the Lord got me to do. But that's only to prompt you so you can understand how the Holy Spirit works. Nothing I do is to, in any way, to get praises from man. But look what it says here. Now, this is interesting. Why so many people, <clears throat> they don't get the blessings that they're looking for from God. And let's read it. It said, take heed 
that you do not do your charitable deeds before men to be seen by them. Otherwise, you have, <clears throat> you have no reward from your Father in heaven. Therefore, when you do charitable deeds, do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory from men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But when you do a charitable deed, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Now, this is interesting because he's, this, he's talking about many things here, about the left hand to the right hand. The left hand is symbolic of the flesh. Remember the left person who died on the cross? He was carnally minded. He was fleshly minded. When you look at the left hand in the Old Testament, it symbolizes pride or symbolizes the flesh or symbolizes the carnal nature. The right hand symbolizes the way of the spirit. It symbolizes purity and truth. And Jesus was saying this here, do not let your left hand know, don't let pride know what the spirit wants to do in humility. Making sense to, making sense to you? Don't let pride know what humility wants to do. Humility works in secret. Pride works openly. And this can be, unfortunately, hiding behind God. So look what it says here. Do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, that your charitable deeds may be in secret. It's the first treasure here. And your father, who sees in secret, will himself reward you openly. When you get to a place where you're overflowing in the secret place, it's going to come out naturally. You can't stop it. When you start to operate in the secret place, your works are going to come into the light and it will not be hidden. They will see your works because of the light that's overflowing you from the secret place. <clears throat> now, what's the father most interested with now? That your charitable deeds may be in secret and your father who sees in secret will himself reward you openly. What's the greatest reward for your father to reward you openly? What do you think is the greatest reward for your father to reward you openly? The Holy Spirit, his presence. Will you begin to become a walking epistle of the Holy Spirit? Wherever you go, God's presence is there. God's glory is there. Let's keep reading. And when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogue and on the corners of the streets, that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have the reward. But when you pray, go into your room. And when you have shut your door, pray to your father who's in secret, and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. You know why God can't manifest himself openly through so many believers today? is because they haven't spent time with him in the secret place. You know that? You know how we say, you know, come Holy Spirit and um, work in this place. And we don't see that measure of his glory and his power manifesting through most of us is because of that secret place with God. He's more interested in not what you do openly before men. 
Yes, we are called to save and win souls. Yes, we're called to preach the gospel. Yes, we're called to operate in signs and wonders. Yes. But he's more interested in you and him in the secret place. Are we understanding? So what does God do? Shut your door. Pray to your father who is in secret. And your father who sees in secret rewards you openly. Look, another one. Secret. He's more interested in what you're really doing in your heart for him. Most of it can be for yourself. You can preach and do things for yourself. To fulfill a void or to fulfill a lack inside of you. But when you go to the room and when you do things in secret, he will change your heart. You know why? Because you're going to seek him. You know how it begins? Shut your door and pray. Every day. That's how it begins. And if there's any form of pride, or if there's any form of the flesh, or if there's any form of the carnal nature, it will die. It has to die. Because every day you've learned this place is changing your heart in this place. It has to die. And you know how it takes place? Begin to work in secret. Naturally, it will overflow. From the secret place, it will overflow openly. That's what he's saying here. What you do in the secret place, everyone will see that your father is rewarding you openly. You'll be a, a person who walks in the truth, a person who carries his anointing and his presence, a person who is being blessed by the Lord. It's going to manifest openly. But it only manifests openly when you get to secret place right. Now, it, it gets deeper now. This is just an entree. It gets deeper. <clears throat> what I'm mostly wanting to speak about today How many people here, they pray and they feel nothing. They close the door. They don't feel God's presence. They don't hear his voice. And they've tried it. And they think, you know what, like, you know, I'll just continue to read my Bible, continue to, you know, just, um, just focus on my journey. Believe me, nothing changes unless this place is established in you. Nothing. Take this advice from God's word. <laughs> it's God's words. It's Jesus here speaking. When Jesus speaks in the gospels, you pay extra attention. If there, if there is anything the flesh would fight against, it's the secret place. If there's anything that the enemy would not want you to go, it's the secret place. And believe me, when you go to the secret place, that's when you're showing God that I want to know you. That's when you're showing God I want to know you. How many people want to know Jesus here? How many people? This is when Jesus manifests himself to you. Let's keep going. Let's go to the same chapter, but 16 to 18. Moreover, when you fast, do not be like the hypocrites with a sad continence, 
for they disfigure their faces that they may appear to men to be fasting. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But to you, when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face so that you do not appear to men to be fasting, but to your father who is in the secret place again. And your father who sees in secret will reward you openly again. You begin to see God is most interested in the secret place. Are we understanding? <clears throat> Are we understanding everyone? So this is when this is when your this is an act of faith, fasting, praying, and giving. And why so many believers aren't seeing the rewards come back to them, uh, unfortunately, is because the flesh wants to be known, or the flesh wants to be seen, or the flesh wants to be heard. And it's the truth. Believe me, I fast every week. That's something that I've understood. It's a principle of faith. I pray every, every day. It's a principle of faith. I give in many ways, in many forms. It's a principle of faith. It's a principle. It's not something that I can choose and pick. But, I, but I'm just explaining to you how the Father is known. The Father wants to be known in the secret place. And it's interesting that when it comes to God, when it comes to God, it's all about the secret place. I'll read you some scriptures. You'll be blessed by this. Let's go to Psalms. Psalms 139, verse 15. Psalms 139, verse 15. He said, my frame was not hidden from you. Meaning your, your, earth, your earthly vessel. From you. When I was made in secret. And skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. You know, God made you in secret. Yeah. Let's think a bit deeper, deeper now. If God made you in secret, then how does he reveal himself to you? You're understanding now? In the secret place. You know why? Because he wants that time with you and him. If your blueprint, your blueprint as a person was made in the secret place, what about the blueprint of your spirit? Are we understanding? This is so important that every person understands this. Because if you can get this, then your life will dramatically change. Because every day you're going to learn the secret place that blesses you openly. If God created you, your mind, your body and soul in the secret place, then what is, what is his blueprint in how he reveals himself to you? Secret place. This changed my life. There are many other blessings. But when I understood, when I understood what God was most interested with, I went to that place. I went to it. 
I went to that place. And there, the Holy Spirit started to teach me things that I've never read or things that I've read and I've seen it in the physical. And God opened a thousand layers of the scripture. It's multi-layered. There are so many. The Bible says that his ways are higher than our ways. I wanted to know God's ways in my heart. I went to the secret place. You know, I find that the I find that we've missed the mark. The more we want to know about God, we think the more we have to study. The Bible tells you here, it just told you here, look. From the book of Ecclesiastes, look what it says here. He says, many making many books, there is no end, and much study is wearisome to the flesh. You know why? Because your own reasoning can't allow you to understand God. Your own intellect can't allow you to understand God. It's when you go to the secret place, he starts to reveal who he really is to you. Are we understanding? If there is something that the body is lacking today, it's the secret place with God. Believe me. Why so many people destroy mentally, spiritually and emotionally is because they haven't learned the secret to the presence or the secret to his secret place in the spiritual realm. Can everyone hear me? Now, now this is going to be a blessing. The next scripture is a treasure. <clears throat> so why I told people today, um, 21 days, no social media, um, no internet, 21 days. Believe me, we are far off the ways of God in the secret place. We are far off. You're going to see this when you have no social media. You're going to see how much of the world has taken a place in your heart. You're going to begin to you're going to begin to see, you're going to begin to see how much of the world is inside of you still. And believe me, you're going to begin to see this and you're going to begin, most of the people, I really believe this, when they have no social media, when they have no social media or they have no internet or they have no television, you're going to begin to see how empty you are. And you're going to begin to see how much of the flesh had a hold over you. So come along with me on this journey. I'm here to help you. The crucifying of the flesh and the things of the carnal nature, it's not going to be easy. But wouldn't you rather have God than all the things that are in this world? It means nothing for us anymore. Don't you want to sacrifice now 
your time to be in the secret place in his presence. That's who you truly created to be. Why so many people don't hear from God? Because they haven't learned the treasure of his secret place. So many people rely on YouTube preachers. They rely on different books to read. And believe me, um, it's sad. I haven't read a book. And some people look at me like, you know, like, yeah, but don't you need wisdom of the people? Or don't you need other people's experience? God bless them. But we have the Holy Spirit. We have the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of knowledge that is living in us, waiting to be unlocked. Waiting. So many people, they don't give value to the Holy Spirit in the way that we're called to give him value. It's the Holy Spirit, the member of the Godhead or the Trinity living inside of us. Is living inside of us. So this scripture is a blessing. Let's read it. Psalms 32, verse 7. Now this is the blessings. This is the blessings of you understanding the secret place of the Lord. It says, you are my hiding place. You shall preserve me from trouble. You shall surround me with songs of deliverance. So it's the same word, just to, just to talk to you about something here. Remember I quoted that scripture, Psalms 139.15, that my frame was not hidden from you. Yeah, it's the same word here, used in the hiding place. You are my hiding place. It's the same word that's used. Meaning that when you come to the secret place, he puts you into his frame. Because you were created in his likeness. So you're put into his frame, which is now Jesus Christ being the head. But he, he connects you. He connects you to his skeleton. Spiritually, I'm talking. And when you're connected to him spiritually, what comes? Knowledge, faith, understanding, wisdom, discernment. Are we beginning to understand? So it says here, my frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. It's the same word hidden there that you are my hiding place. He's talking about the secret place where you were created. You go back to that place to understand your real spiritual DNA, Jesus. There is so much influence that the flesh has over you now. There is so much influence that the flesh has over you now. There's so much influence that sin has over you now. It's because you haven't learned the secret place where you're transformed. Where you're transformed. How do you think you can walk by the spirit and not gratify the desires of the flesh? Secret place. It's there where he created you in his likeness. You become in his likeness. Spiritually. 
Okay. Now, let's go to another deeper place. Let's go to Psalms chapter 90, verse 8. And I'm going to read it to you because this is too deep. Because I heard so many people, um, I'm just going to go back to the inbox. Let me read all their comments. What blocks us from having intimacy with God? So, so many people said the heart, love and pure of the heart, obedience, trust in him, intimacy, relationship, um, our faith in Jesus Christ. Yeah, but what blocks us from having that relationship with him? Remember, I spoke to you about it. It was iniquity, remember? Remember that our iniquity has separated us from our God? It hasn't changed in the New Testament. James speaks about it. But I want to explain to you how it's dealt with in God. I love how the Holy Spirit teaches because he always teaches a way out of your troubles. He's a problem solver. I have a new name for the Holy Spirit. One of them is problem solver. He really solves our problems. I've seen it in my own heart. I've faced many challenges. But that continuous obedience to that secret place changed my heart. And look what it says here in Psalms 90 verse 8. Ready? You have set our iniquities before you, our secret sins in the light of your presence. So what happens when, when, when you go to the secret place of his presence? Your sins are brought forth to you. Or the iniquity of your heart is brought to the surface. Meaning that until you learn the secret place, your heart, you're not able to see your heart in the way that God brings it forward to you. Are we understanding? So when you spend time with the Holy Spirit in the secret place, he shows you what's really inside your heart. That's blocking blocking him from coming in the way that he speaks about. So look what it says here. You have set our iniquities before you, our secret sins in the light of your presence. Remember I told you what God is most interested with? The secret of our heart or the iniquity of our hearts. So before God shows himself openly through you, he must show himself secretly to you. And that means what you truly entertain in your heart. The Bible says there your treasure will be. Where your heart is, there your treasure will be. He's most interested in this place. Okay, now let's look at this. This will change how God deals with you. Let's go to James. James chapter 4. Verse 8. Now look what it says here. It says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Remember the secret place of God? Now look what it says here. 
cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. So you know what you know what God is showing you there? That when you draw near to him in his presence, he starts to show you how he sees sin in your heart. So when you draw near to God, he draws near to you, meaning that you, God lets us see our sin, our transgression, iniquity, the way he sees it in our hearts. Look what it says here. Draw near to God, he will draw near to you. How do you draw near to God? In the secret place. Then you're able to cleanse your hands, you're able to deal with sin, you're able to purify your hearts. Are we understanding? This is so important for us. So look what it says here in Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. Look what it says here. If my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, remember, secret place, and then turn from their wicked ways. You see, the secret place allows you to see what's really in your heart, then you will be able to turn from your wicked ways because God has brought it it forth to you. He's given you the grace. He's given you the strength to turn away from it. Why? Because he's exposed it. So look at the key here. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, pray, seek his face, naturally you'll be able to turn from your wicked ways and he will hear from heaven and forgive him their sins and heal their land. So you begin to see, you begin to see that the secret place deals with your heart. You begin to see that God is most interested of what's happening inside your heart. What's happening inside your heart? When I started to see what was happening in my heart, I ran to his presence. You know why? Because I wanted him to deal with my heart. And so many things surfaced. And so many things fell off me. And you know when God heals you from something inside your heart? It doesn't appear anymore. It doesn't surface anymore. It doesn't control you anymore. <clears throat> Let's go to Psalms. Where am I going? Let's go to Psalms 91. We've probably read this scripture a thousand times, right? Do you actually know what it means? Because if you know what it means, you run to the secret place. (laughs) Uh, Now, look how he starts his title. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High. Are we understanding now? He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. What's the shadow of the Almighty? The anointing of the Holy Spirit. You walk in his presence. 
what does the Bible say about his presence? Is in the presence is the fullness of joy. In the presence I make known the path of life. He makes known your path from him. Wouldn't you love to hear what your path in life is from God? Yes? Every person here? Satan wants you to write your own book to live for yourself. God's already written your book before the foundation of the earth. He's already written your testimony. He's already, he's already put all the people that you're meant to touch in this world before you see him. He's already prepared everything for you. Does everyone make it to this place? No. Not everyone fulfills their, their, their fulfillment of God's will in this life. The Bible says many are called, few are chosen. Not many people sacrifice themselves for God. And the beginning or the foundation of it is the secret place. Believe me, in the secret place, you count everything as garbage. God's presence is birthed in you so powerfully, you start to see the things of this world, uh, nothing to compare with when it comes to God's will. Paul tells us very clearly, I count everything as garbage to know the surpassing things of Christ. You know, he said this towards the end of his ministry. He said this towards the end of his ministry. I count everything as garbage to know the surpassing things of Christ. So let's read Psalms. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him I will trust. Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with his feathers and under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. Now, isn't this interesting? Paul quoted this in Ephesians. Where is truth formed inside of you? In the secret place. He just showed you there in the title. He who dwells in the secret place. These are all the benefits and the blessings of what gets birthed in the secret place. Truth may, becomes known to you. Are we understanding? Truth becomes known to you. You're only free when you receive the truth. You shall know the truth. Truth will set you free. What is the truth? His secret place. Every, that's the, it's the baking place. You know, you have a cake. You have a cake. You can't eat it raw. But in the presence, you can eat it. He cooks you in this place. You can taste the Lord in this place. It's true. Let me keep going. <clears throat> you shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right side or right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes you shall look and see the reward of the, of the reward of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord who is my refuge, even the most high, your dwelling place, 
I'll be listening now. Your dwelling place is the secret place. For you to dwell, for you to dwell in God, there has to be a foundation of his secret place in you. Believe me, you were created in the image of God. No one knows you like the Holy Spirit. No one can transform you like the Holy Spirit. No one can do mighty works like the Holy Spirit can do inside of you. What I find today is that people are not committed to this place. So to, from today, lesser talking, lesser speaking scripture, spend time with him. When I tell people, like, I want to wait on God before I share, um, they look at me funny. Um, because I really want to hear from God what he has to say. And it doesn't mean I have nothing good to say, but I'd rather hear from God because he's my teacher. So I like to wait on God to see what he's doing in our lives and where does the Holy Spirit want to focus. So look at the, look at the blessings and the, the benefits of the secret place. No evil shall be before you nor shall any plague come near your dwelling, for he shall give his angels charge of you to keep you in all your ways. Are we listening to the benefits of the secret place? You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra, the, lung, the, the young lion and the serpent you shall trample underfoot, because he has set his love upon me. Now we're listening now. Look at another benefit and great blessing of the secret place. His love is set upon you. Do you understand the blessings of the secret place? His truth is manifested in you. His love is manifested in you. And you can stand against all the fiery darts of the devil. Now let me keep going. Therefore, I will deliver him. I will set on high because I have known, because he has known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I'll be with him in trouble. Now, isn't that interesting? That he'll be with you while you're going through troubles, but he will deliver you from it. If you can learn the secret place, and you're going through troubles, he will deliver you from this. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Now, there are so many benefits from the secret place. But for me, what stands out the most is that God reads our heart. When we come into the secret place, God reads our heart. There can be so many things that are surfacing in your heart, but when God speaks it, he offers you a way out of your troubles. Whenever God speaks something through the Holy Spirit, he always offers you a way out. He never brings up something to burden you or to weigh you down or to condemn you. He brings up things to free you. This is how the Holy Spirit works. I had so many things that the Holy Spirit needed to do with me in my heart. But when the Holy Spirit started to build truth in me, remember the secret place, it builds truth. The secret place builds love. What does the Bible say? If you love me, you keep my commands you begin to understand what's needed for you to be obedient. Love of God. 
So in the presence or in the secret place, truth is manifested, love is manifested, and he becomes your dwelling place. Now, how many people spend time on social media, on the internet, YouTube preachers, reading different books? Do you know who's living inside of you? The great Holy Spirit. The precious Holy Spirit living inside of you. When you give him that measure of time, he begins to expose himself openly through you. I have so many things to share. Let's read um, <clears throat> Let's read Psalms 27 verse 5. He says, "For in time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion, in the secret place of his tabernacle, he shall hide me, he shall set me on high upon a rock." Let's read Psalms 31:20. You shall hide them in the secret place of your presence from the plots of man. You shall keep them secretly in a pavilion from the strife of tongues. So there are so many blessings. There are so many blessings that takes place in the secret place. But you have to understand from today what God is interested with, the secret place of your heart, and the secret place with him in his presence. If you can learn this, every person, if you can break from that realm of the flesh that's been dictating you and dominating your time to resist the presence or resist the secret place, I'm telling you, you will move so fast in the ways of God. If you set your time aside every day to be in that secret place, God promises you all the blessings that will come. And believe me, there's no greater blessing than truth to be manifested in you. Because when you walk in the truth, no longer are you a person in this world anymore. Are we understanding? No longer are you a person that's in this world anymore. We are of this world, but we don't belong to this world. No longer will you be dictated by anything of this world. You know the Bible says that anyone who makes themselves a friend to this world is an enemy to God. Enemy. Are we understanding what enemy means? It means that God is your enemy. Just think about this. Just think about this. So when I understood the way out of my troubles, it's the secret place of the Lord. You know, one whisper from him can change your whole life. You know, when, when I was probably five, it was probably five years ago, when I was trying to learn the secret place of the Lord, I said, Lord, I need to hear your voice. And I was fasting probably on the seventh day. I was so frustrated. I'm praying in tongues. I'm studying his word. And I said to myself, like, Lord, I need to hear your voice. And there was no home. And I was in a big house. And all I heard was the bear. Straight right next to me. And I fell off the chair. My head was on the floor. I didn't want to look up. And I heard the I heard the tangible voice of the Lord. But 
when I heard his voice, it's like he knew me the whole time. If there was something that I can like uh, explain about his voice, it's like it's like he knew me the whole time. It's like he he was close to me the whole time. He didn't call me like a, a foreigner calls me. He called me how people like actually pronounce my name in that perfect way. And I fell on the I fell on the floor with my head on the ground because I was asking to hear his voice and he let me hear his voice. And then and then that's when I started to learn that in the secret place he's there waiting for me. You know when you're in the secret place. That's when your worship is true to God. You know that. You know, you can play church, you can do church, you can do religion, you can do works. That can be for yourself. But when you truly worship God in the secret place, that's when he sees that you're after his heart. So when I heard his voice, I can't tell you um, what was going through my heart when I when I heard him speak to me. But I want to know him in this way. I want to be so close to him. Believe me, this is, this is your life with God. And you must know the foundation of what it means to seek him. So 21 days is the challenge for every person here today. Most of you, unfortunately, are going to see how empty you are. Unfortunately, and you're going to begin to see how much of the world um, had a, um, a hold of you. And you're going to begin to see you were created to worship God. And believe me, um, I'm not saying a hard thing to you. I'm telling you the truth. You were created to worship God. Your whole being. Unfortunately, the world has stolen our identity. You know, you look at the back of your phone, it's got an apple. It's got an, uh, a bitten apple at the end of it. Like, hello, like, Satan always opens himself. He always works openly. This, this is the, one of the trees of knowledge of good and evil. There's a bitten apple from it, meaning that this is another tree that you're eating from that's stolen you, who you are in Christ. And believe me, this thing here is destroying so many people. And it's true. It's destroying so many people. People tell me, you know, always, you know, like God can work on the internet. God can work on social media. I said, my friend, in the beginning, the devil uses that to attack you and to consume you and to do you. In every way, in every form. People listening to Corona people doing the wrong things, looking at wrong images, watching wrong videos. It's actually a weapon of the devil. And it is. It's true. So I'm here to walk alongside you. Um, you're not forced to do this, but for the people who want to commit to this, I don't want to hear people complaining because then you're doing things that is not of true faith to God. It's not about me. It's about your worship for God. And I'm just letting you know, many people are going to feel empty. Many people are going to feel bored. 
many people are going to feel like there's nothing to do. Yeah, you're going to learn the secret place of God. You're going to learn what it means to seek God. You're going to learn what it means to pray without ceasing. You're going to learn of what it means to live a life in the spirit. And like I said, you're not forced to do it. I'm only inviting you to the area that, that, that I'm walking in. And like I said, there's going to be people out there that are going to bring a wrong teaching. That are going to tell you that, you know, this is a hard teaching or this is too much. My friends, Jesus wants all of us. And why we're not getting the fullness of God in the Holy Spirit working in our lives is because there is still a part of us that's being dictated and governed by the world. So for the people that are going to do this 21 days, no social media, no internet, all the things that you normally do, put it aside. Go to that place and worship him. Seek his face. Your whole life will change. And it's true. If there is someone that's going to push you into the way of the spirit, it's me, I push you. I'm happy to do this. You know why? Because it's the greatest reward. You have God. You don't want no one else. It's true. We know too much scripture. We know too much scripture. I think we need to practice it. Practice to give him time. That's where everything, that's when he becomes true to you. So a lot of people are going to um, begin to do this. Use your time valuable. If there is something that I'm going to tell you, don't sit there and do nothing. Use your time valuable. Pray like you've never prayed. Seek him like you've never seeked him. Play the word of God until he becomes your joy. Until he becomes your joy. Until you run to the truth. Until you run to his presence like he's the answer to everything. And he is. But the world today, unfortunately, has a, such a great hold over us. So I've been receiving so, many, so much revelation from God. And he's preparing us. He's preparing our secrets of our hearts, secrets with him, the secret place, to, to be fully given over to God. So for the people that, are, that, are, that love God and that want to walk in this place, begin to, begin to take place, begin to walk in it. I can't tell you how excited I get when the Holy Spirit teaches me, when he shares with me some revelation. You know, every revelation that God's been showing me, it's another part of me that needs to be given over to God. He doesn't show me revelation that's not going to bring me nearer to him. He shows me revelation where more is required from my heart to him. And you know something? It's the hard truth. We're not going to be here forever. 
we're not going to be here forever. This is our life for Christ. If there is something that is so valuable to God, it's time. When he came to Moses, he said, I am that I am now. He is present now. He wants to be worshipped now. He wants you to surrender now. And I look at believers every time they go through struggles. They're so consistent in prayer. They're so obedient to fasting. They're so given over to the way of the Spirit. But when their trials are lifted off, they slowly go back to this area. It's true. You know how many messages I get from people? I'm fasting now and I'm praying about this and I'm, I'm in need of this. You know in the secret place, nothing is a shock to you because God's prepared you in every way. Right? Some, some, may, be, some may be here babes in the Lord or they've just started their journey. You're lucky because you're getting the true food that's going to establish you to be a mighty man or, or woman in God. You're lucky. You're not going to be playing religion or given over to religion. You're going to be a person who's truly surrendered to God. So when I understood in the secret place is where God changes me and molds me, and informs me of everything he wants me to know, I ran to this place. And, and believe me, it's the only place where God reveals himself to you. God never exposes himself openly without first doing it privately. Every person needs to understand this. Every person needs to understand this. You will stop you will stop going being swayed by the left to the right, by the storms, by the struggles, by the things of sin, by the flesh, by the carnal nature. It will not be happening to you anymore. When you're established in this place, believe me, the Spirit of God uplifts you and walks in your life. So how many people here that's lacking the secret place with God? That's the answer to all your problems. If Jesus tells you to go and shut your door and pray, and he'll reveal, he'll, what he sees in secret will reward you openly, I think it's time we put this into practice. I think it's time. So for all the people that are willing to walk this journey, I'm happy to lead you in the way that God asks us to go. I'm happy to lead you in this place. But I'm telling you, for so many people, it will be a struggle. You've got to fight through it. You've got to press through it. There's no feeling or emotion that can dictate the secret place. If Jesus tells you that he will manifest himself there, he means it. And you can feel so many things in the beginning, and it will that it will happen. It's what God said that has the final say. What God says has the final say for me. And I face so many trials, so many spiritual attacks, 
so many setbacks. The enemy attacked me in every place of my journey in the last eight years. But here I am strong because secret place. I run to him. I, uh, believe me, I run to him every day. You know, I run to him because I need him every day. The most dangerous thing is when you don't need him every day. That's when your heart, unfortunately, has been hardened. And that's when the flesh, unfortunately, has taken over your life. It's true. Unfortunately, don't let the hardness of the heart take over your life. That's where discouragement, bitterness, emptiness manifest in your life. Confusion and fear and the rest of them. So I care for using the Lord. I hope you understand this. And believe me, there's no glory in the secret place. There's no flesh to boast in the secret place. It's you and God. That's how you were created. But I can tell you something. You will hear the deepest mysteries of his love, of his compassion, of his mercy, understanding, knowledge, wisdom. It will all come to you. So in the secret place, he makes everything known to you. Because there's so many people that love the Lord Jesus Christ here. There is so many of you, but you aren't getting fulfilled in the way that he speaks about. True? Is it true or it's not true? It's true. We are, we are far off because we haven't learned the key that unlocks God over our life, the secret place. God is interested in every way, what you do in secret and what you entertain in secret. He's interested in this. You know, he's interested in everything you do in secret. You know, when I learned this, I, I opened all my heart to him. Lord, I have an issue with this. Lord, I have a struggle with this. Lord, I pray that you come into this area, please. I don't want to be this person. I was able to see so much. You know why? Because when I come to his presence, I, I, he let me see what was there. I wasn't praying for signs, wonders, gifts, understanding, whatever it was. I was praying that my heart is pure that I'm walking truthfully before him. And we are all on this journey, but when are you going to begin to start? When are you going to begin to lay a foundation of the secret place? He teaches you in this place. Now people say, Lord, look, reveal your things to me. Search, yeah, secret place, go. Start. There's no more, Lord, show me. He's given you what it takes to enter this place. Go, begin. Begin. No more excuses. Don't deceive yourself anymore. Begin. Start. Move everything aside. Start. No more excuses to God. Start. No more compromising. Don't compromise with the flesh. Start your journey with him. And he will put things in your heart when you're worshipping him. He won't let you just come there to stay empty and to, and to be confused. He will, he will download so many things in your heart of what needs to be said to him.
Does that make sense? So you were created by God, what? To operate in signs and miracles and wonders? That's the kingdom. But believe me, you have to sit with the king first. You have to sit in the secret place with the king first. Then you will bring out from what's secret openly. So my vision, my vision is to be complete in Christ. I don't have a vision outside of that. My vision is to be whole and complete in Christ. That's my vision. It's no special revelation. It's who God called us all to be. So, so when you sit there, don't make up something if there's nothing. Let God speak. If it takes three months, if it takes six months, let him speak. But you be consistent. Because when he speaks, chains are unlocked. Things are broken. Believe me, it will happen. But when you try to over-spiritualize and always think, you know, it's maybe this, it's maybe that, it's not God. Let him do what he needs to do in you. Let him establish you on him. So if there's anything that I can leave is with you today, it's that God is interested in the secret place. God is interested in the secret place of your heart. If there's, any, if there's two things I can leave you today, God is interested in the secrets of your heart. God is interested in the secret place of his presence. Before anything, that's where you're taught. That's where you're protected. That's where you're strengthened. That's where truth is manifested in you. That's where love is manifested in you. It's that place. So when you pray in the spirit and when you sit in that area, the atmosphere of his spirit to hear what the spirit of God wants to say to you, he speaks. But believe me, it says enter his courts with thanksgiving, his gates with praise. So many people leave at the first stage of thanksgiving. They've left, they've left the presence at the first stage where he's just beginning to, you're just beginning to go to his throne room so he can reveal so many things to you. So believe me from today, no more excuses. No more compromising with this place. Start. And if you're doing it, give more time to him. And you know what I prayed? I prayed that I can have more time for the Lord. He will move mountains. He will close up seas for you to have intimacy in this secret place with him. So if you're going to pray that prayer, he will give you time. Make sure you're devoted to that. Amen. So the book, that scripture from the Ecclesiastes, blew me away he will bring every judgment every work into judgment including every secret thing good or evil so begin to look deep down okay, okay so we pray together
Bible tells us, when we come together in his name, he will be present with us. Amen. If there's something that I can prompt you to go to go into, it's this place. Your life will change from this place. And I encourage everyone here to take it upon themselves to do what God is asking us to do. Please. There's no glory to the flesh there, but there's so much glory for the spirit there. And this means every week, every person that's listening, you must be fasting every week. If you want to walk in the direction that I'm going, and I'm not going to shy away from you anymore. I'll be honest with you. If you're going to walk in this direction that we are going, every person must be fasting every week. Every person must be praying in tongues. Minimum one hour a day. For the ones who are really hungry, more than an hour. For the ones that are willing to really walk in God's way, they must be meditating on his word as long as you can. Be in the atmosphere of his spirit. Be in the atmosphere of his kingdom. So no more compromising. I won't force you, but I'm not shy to tell you of what God is expected from us. We are so good at preaching. We are so good about sharing the word. It means nothing. It's what we are inside of our hearts. It's what we are in the secret place between us and the Father. Please understand this. I may be young in the Lord, but this is God's grace on my life so we can be presented pure and blameless before God. And this is the only thing I'm interested with. And I tell you, this is the truth. One sec, please. Okay, let's pray. So for every person that's here, please, don't look at it as it's something that you're forced to do. This is something that God requires from all of us. This is your faith between you and God. But where are you going to draw the line? Where are you going to begin to say, okay, now I'm going to walk. Now I'm going to let go and I'm going to walk and commit to you. Let's pray. We worship you, Father. We give you all the glory. For all your promises are yes and amen unto the glory of Christ. Lord Jesus, I pray that you give us the grace. I pray, Lord, that you give us the mercy through your compassion that we can lay aside every weight of sin that entangles us and snares us from the true presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Lord Jesus, I pray for your grace that the spirit of grace allows us to overcome the flesh, allows us to walk in the way of the Spirit. I pray for your grace to be on every person here, that they may walk in the way of the Spirit and learn the secret place of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray, Lord Jesus, for every person that's listening today, that they may witness this place, because it is the only place where you reveal yourself to us, where all the benefits of the blessings of the Spirit are there. I pray, Lord Jesus, for every person here that is feeling empty, 
that is feeling discouraged, that's feeling condemned, and that's feeling disconnected from God. I pray by the power of the Holy Spirit, they are reconciled back to you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, I pray over every person here today, Satan, you have lost your grounds over them. They are the property of the Lord Jesus Christ. I command you in Jesus' name to take your hands off them right now. I pray for a clouded mind to be released in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray for your presence of joy and hope that does not put us to shame to be manifested in their hearts through the Holy Spirit. I pray for every person here that is facing a season where they are dry and they are not walking in the way that they should. I pray from today that rivers are released inside of their belly by the Holy Spirit. I pray for encouragement to come upon the saints. I pray, Lord Jesus, today that they are not the same because it's your spirit that upholds them and it's your spirit that allows them to move and progress forward. Lord Jesus, we love you and we thank you. I pray you bless these words, Lord, that we may know you more and more and understand your ways to be our ways. Thank you, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you give us the grace to pray and to seek your face, to fast, and to focus on the secret place where you make known the path of life to us. Lord Jesus, we love you so much, and we thank you for all that you've done for each one of us, both seen and unseen. I thank you that you alone is the one that protects us from all evil. Jesus, we give you all the glory. And I pray from today, Lord, that they are transformed because greater is the one who's in us than the one who's in the world. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord. And we love you. We worship you. We honor you. And we thank you that you called us from darkness into your marvelous light and seated us, seated us in heavenly places with you now. Amen. Hallelujah.